Adam Cravens, and Jane Ellen watch more movies each month than most people do in a year. Parental Guidance suggested reviews new movies in theaters with no spoilers promise. These film nerds know their stuff. Hello and welcome to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. So being as it's just, I don't know, a week and a half away from Christmas, if you want to see something new in theaters, you get to see horror movies. Well, about the only thing that has stuck around for any amount of time is Tenet. Like, there was it's a still sig- playing? It, it is still playing, and I think the release is on the... I think it goes to home video on the 15th of December, maybe something like that. And Everything that else. That day, are they going to pull it? You know, I. At this point, Jumanji, Jumanji kept playing even after, like, it went to, to dig- digital in theaters earlier, like this year. So. I wonder, who knows? well, if only we had little computers. I wonder how much Jumanji made just being put back in the theaters extra. Well, I mean, I'm sure percentage wise, it yeah. doesn't look like much because that thing, like, just kept cashing like Mm -hmm. Dwayne Johnson, like his face on hundred dollar bills. Um, just a ridiculous amount of money. And I mean, to be fair, it it's pretty entertaining. Both of them. I have been in the same room with him. Well, I mean, as big as that guy is, that's probably that's probably actually quite a feat. And when I say room, I mean arena. But still, we were under the same roof breathing the same air were you were you smelling what he was cooking I was smelling is that what the reason cooking. why you're okay <laughs> I, I so in a way i am as close friend level with him as you are with shatner this is true and that's man that is a podcast i'd listen to yeah <laughs> right right there and i wouldn't even talk during it i'd be like what do these interesting men have to say both of you have been in star trek please tell me about that both of you have been in the same room with Adam and Jane. Please, please go on. Oh, so we're doing a movie review. Hey, let's start the first one. Empty Man. Empty Man, yes. So it's not, it's I th- like, I think it's it's like the, Slender Man? The Empty Man. Um, I mean, he's the, slender. The, you're, you're, the Empty Man. He, he is a Slender Man, but it's not Slender Man. Okay, so Empty Man. Is he like soulless empty? Is he trying to fulfill something? Um, there, there is a lot of this that kind of bathes in, in murk and mystery up until the end. Uh. Uh, the film basically starts out with what feels like a very kind of classic uh, trope. It of is The Empty Man. The Empty Man, yes. Um, it is one of the uh, more classics of it. It kind of sets up like... Excuse the, me. On the trail of a missing girl, an ex-cop comes across a secretive group attempting to summon... A terrifying supernatural entity. I mean, that's that's. I mean, that that's it. I mean, I, I know you were reading the the summary, but yeah, I mean, that's that's basically what's going on here. Hmm. Um, they awaken something up on like a mountaintop that was in a cave. It uh, possesses somebody. It starts killing people. I mean, th- this could be literally almost any eighties horror movie. Uh, like, just switch out some details. You didn't tell me Stephen Root was in it. I I didn't I should have I'm sorry I apologize. I just rewatched Office Space. I actually purchased it on Black Friday because it was like three dollars on the Amazon, and I realized my children had not seen Office Space, and Stephen Root is in Office Space. Funny enough, the way that I actually came across Office Space, um, I was at a Blockbuster Video. If this tells you how long ago 
that it was. And they had one of those kind of conveniently placed like clearance bins while you're waiting to check out whatever you're getting. And I looked down at it and I recognized that it said uh, Mike Judge on it. And I was like, okay, well, I mean, I like King of the Hill. Like maybe, hey, I mean, at the you very You think worst, I like Beavis and Butthead first? Well, I mean, I'm I'm just saying, like, right off the top of my head. Why would why would Office Space be in clearance? Why? Well, I mean, keep in mind, this is Office Space now is a more like beloved cult classic. But upon its original release, like nobody watched this thing. Like, didn't make back its budget. I don't even think it made ten million dollars hmm. at the box now office. Now I have to look it up. Um, I just happened to glance down. It says. Uh, like a dollar ninety nine, and I'm like, wow, nineteen ninety nine. I was like, I can't even get a blank VHS for this. I'm like, at, okay, at the very worst, I've got a blank VHS tape. If I need to, you know, catch a record a rerun of, you know, Voyager or whatever else is on in syndication because DVR doesn't exist yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just happened to grab it, pick it up there, and then I was like, wow, this movie's hysterical. Why doesn't everyone love this movie? And then cut to like four years later, and everyone does. As well, it should. Uh, let's see. Well, now I just want to talk about Office Space. But Rotten Tomatoes loved it. I've always loved it. And the reason why we're talking about Office Space is because A, it's hilarious. And B, Stephen Root's in it. And Stephen Root is in The Empty Man. Is he The Empty Man? I'm... uh. I'm going to be perfectly honest. I'm you not. Don't know. I'm not Either certain he, which one Stephen Root is. Oh my! Stephen Root played the the blind guy at the radio station in Oh Brother. He played Milton in Office Space. Oh, okay. No, he is guy. not. He is not the the empty. He was also the one in West Wing. Okay, I know who we're talking about yes. now. Um, no, he was not the empty man. Stephen Root is in everything. He he wasn't that now that you are you are jogging that but he is not the empty man okay. he is he is an individual in the film though yeah um, he does a lot he's one of those people who you when you say movie star or TV star you're not going to think oh Stephen Root but he's probably but then when you look at the guy's filmography extremely well off and you realize oh wow he has been in everything, in everything. Yeah. like this guy this guy works and he could probably just walk around and have most people not bother him. Just one of those kind of guys. Yeah, but I mean, you put on like a button down or and give him a red stapler and like mm. people are lining up <laughs> yeah, to like, you know, take selfies <laughs> with gotta, him and get his autograph. I got to work on my Milton impersonation. By the way, Office Space, a must see. So, The Empty Man, tell me more about it. Um, it, It's a horror film. And I, again, I, I always want to preface this. Um, I am not a diehard horror fan. Like I never have been. Um, Sometimes I kind of casually enjoy them but there's only a few horror films that i would genuinely say i felt the need to watch that again uh exorcist maybe uh silence of the lambs and and i think calling silence of the lambs a horror movie Mm. is kind of stretching it the exorcist is probably the closest thing i come to a horror movie that i'm like that was a documentary sure it i mean i i don't know that it's not it's a really well (laughs) shot um a documentary if it is <laughs> normally they want to go with that steady cam and kind of that you know the office interview style stuff uh but yeah they they were really really up at that house getting some really good shots of stuff then speaking of the office well i'm showing my girls office space and they're looking at the the leading male and they keep saying every time i look at that guy i think oh not john krasinski there you go I wonder, I wonder how it feels to be like a famous actor, but you're described as 
not <laughs> someone else and you're just like, ah, whatever, I've got a convertible. How much do I care? <laughs> That's fine. That'd At least I, I can go to the great. supermarket and people aren't going to stop me. Did you get the memo on the TPS report? <laughs> oh, I might have to watch it again. It's. I mean, it, it really. Me, it made me so happy. It doesn't, and it doesn't get old. Like yes. I kind of got upset when other people found the movie because, like, for a while, it was. It, well, it was my treasure. I was just like, like, okay, Ghostbusters. As much as I love that movie, like everyone knows that mm-hmm. movie's hysterical. Like I can't surprise That'd anybody. I can't surprise anybody with that movie except maybe people that you know are have just recently been born. That's yes. it. But Looks like, with, like somebody's got a case of the Mondays with Office Space. Like there for for years, it was it was almost like it was just kind of being traded around, like you know, as some kind of you know, like just fantastic mm-hmm. underground whatever. Because they were like, wait, this was in theaters, but like as people found it, they're like, oh wow, yeah, this this thing really is funny. Oh. It's my favorite Jennifer Aniston movie because I don't cry in this one, unlike stupid Marley. I'm, I was about to say, I don't know if I can name five Jennifer Aniston movies. I can name two. Oh, wait a minute. Three, that Adam Sandler went to Italy thing. Is Three. Wait, is that one in? Oh, and then there was the one that was kind of, she was a grocery clerk. I don't remember the name, but uh, it was I, kind I of a downer. for this contest, I am going to require that we know what the name <laughs> of the, it can't just be, I mean, because on, honest to goodness, if you will name any like actress or starlet of the past 15, 20 years, there's a really good chance you can say, and they starred with Adam Sandler, <laughs> like in, I mean, what, Courtney Cox, Jennifer Aniston. Um, anyway, back to office. Drew Barrymore. I'm, I'm just saying, like, you've got a 50-50 shot of saying. Just putting it out there. Mm. Anyway, um, Jennifer Aniston not in The Empty Man. So back to this. So it's more supernaturally and not as slashery or it's okay. It starts out very traditionally, like when it sets up kind of teenagers the, at a the, camp. Well, they're they're on they're they're mountain climbing and like they get caught Just in a snowstorm. They're asking for it. Teenagers do a lot of stupid things in horror movies. And it looks like it's just going to be one of those. Then after you get that origin, it kind of cuts to what feels more like a police procedural. I enjoyed this part of the movie the most Mm -hmm. um and then it really takes a very hard left turn and becomes more of a a horror film it's not a bad film but i guess it it, the way you're describing it i feel like the writers are sitting around going okay we did this we got this so or maybe they had two or three different scripts and they're just like wait a minute like instead of completing all these give me some tape um, I'm going to write some paragraphs to tie this junk into this junk. Bada bing, bada boom. Let's go. Uh, it's supernatural. Let's go get boom. a sandwich. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. done. I'm yeah. Done. It's supernatural. It's done. There you go. It sounds kind of pieced together. So it's okay. It has Steven Root, who's always a delight. He is not. He's not empty. No. Uh, in it. Uh, he is a man. And uh, there's that. Rated R, I assume. I... Uh, I believe it was R. Um, and if you'll wait 12 seconds, it will probably be available <laughs> on, on streaming. Because that's that's the... Unless your name is Tenant, um, that's how quickly you're on streaming now. You're listening to Parental Guidance Suggested, brought to you by Hinson Oakley Family Dentistry. Jane Ellen talking with Adam Cravens about what is new, or not so new, in theaters. 
the empty man and i've forgotten it let's, let's play. play let's play so let's play does that have dolls in it um no it has a um, game it has phones with drum beats and tablets phones and tablets like stone tablets no like, no like, i give you these 15 no these like 10 like i'm your child and i'm like let me watch youtube on this oh. kind of tablet like it can inhabit electronics um it this this is a bit more uh traditional than empty man was and basically um it's this storybook that's been downloaded from uh, I, I don't know that they ex- explicitly say it's Google Play, but like I mean, it, it comes from the App Store, and there's this this character that um, wants to be the child's friend in the story. In the story, and eventually, like somehow, this the the more that he is distanced from from those around him, he becomes more real. But you can only see him using the camera. On the app, otherwise he is invisible to the naked eye. Okay, I'm bored. So, that's, yeah, that's kind of where I was too. <laughs> Anyone we know in this? Um, the, the girl from Coke commercial. Girl from Coke commercial. Yeah. Okay. It sounds great. Um, I mean, like I said, I, I'm just I'm not a fan. Of, like, sci- okay, you 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 show me a science fiction film, and I'm probably in. Like, I will. I I like science fiction. But horror movies, like, you've really got to reel me in. And on this, I'm just kind of like, all right, okay, well, um, I guess that's not dumb. Um, yeah. How much longer does this have? Hour and 15 minutes. Oh my how, how long is this movie? Oh, an hour and 20 minutes. Wow. Huh. wonder what's going on on my phone. So were you the only one in the theater seeing this? Um, I mean, keep in mind that uh, attendance is lower on this. Yes. So there's a lot of times I am the only one in the theater. I think there was six other people. Uh, Did they this all one. work there? Um, they didn't seem to, or if they were, they weren't doing a lot of, we'll call it working. Okay. So, hmm. Well, that sounds a, a great recommendation for Let's Play. I mean... They're, they're, most of your good films are being pushed off until later years. And or, we uh, have this big news. What, or from, HBO Max yeah. is doing date and day with um, their streaming service and in theaters. Yes. And as does that begin on Christmas Day? Which, I believe the yeah. first film that of note that they're doing, with, doing it with, if not the first film is Wonder Woman 84. Yeah, and that is the day I will sign up. And I mean, uh, honest to goodness, I, I I think people have been so... I mean, the last really large film I remember seeing in the theater is Tenet. Everything else has been very low-budget, fair, with either like nom- nominally famous people with a really cheap budget, no famous people with a really cheap budget, like that—that's all that has been out there. Um, mm-hmm. To finally get a film that—I well, mean, it actually already had a big marketing push that they just had to pull because they realized it wasn't going to be released. And what was it, June? Mm-hmm. It was something like that, June or May. Like 
some of the the tie-in material was still put out there. I, I think it was supposed to be on uh, Doritos or whatever. So you've got all these advertisements saying only in theaters, coming so and so, but it it wasn't in theaters. Like I, I think they even had it on some of the cereal boxes. They're like save eight dollars on a ticket to Wonder Woman, and I'm just like, well, you, you can't. It, they're not. So my understanding is, first of all, the reviews on Wonder Woman 1984 are it's it's just what it should be and just what we need. The end. Okay. So regarding HBO Max, right? Right. That yeah. It that's used to the, be HBO Go. Now it's HBO Max. Well, it was something there. That was one of the earlier iterations of it, but I think they're phasing out HBO Go and uh-huh. HBO just now HBO. to eventually be just. HBO Max. Later. Oh. That's, yeah, eventually they will all become that. I. Why couldn't they just be HBO? I Because they're, maybe they're going to be HBO Extreme next. Or, or maybe that's what they're going for. Or call it something like, you know, Warner, Warner Media. Yeah, like, it seemed, seemed weird that that would be the thing that they decided to brand yeah. it all under. So but, this is my understanding of what they are doing. They are releasing... A movie, big movies in the theater for who knows how many days. But the day it's in theater, it will also be available for like, you know, 20 bucks. But you can see it only on HBO Max and it will stay there streaming for 30 days. Correct? Um, I'm not not sure about all the specifics. in theaters. And then it'll show back up somewhere. Yeah, or eventually it'll be just a free movie, or not yes. a free, or yeah. part of the subscription uh, service on there. That was my understanding of what HBO Max was doing with But, these. like, that's huge. It is huge, and I'm all for it. And I, I know you, Adam, are unfamiliar with taking a lot of people to a movie at one time, but... For those who have a for those of us that don't don't take like seven people yeah, simultaneously, that's a yeah. lot. I mean, Eve, let's say those seven people, it was just you got everyone in for five dollars each. Still, it's still, you're looking getting out bargain basement, assuming nobody wanted anything to eat or drink. You're still talking about like forty bucks, mm-hmm. like all said and done. And uh, let's say there's more than one movie you wanted to see. Kind of adds up. So. This is huge because for a movie I really want to see, I'll pay twenty dollars for four of us to watch it. Well, I mean a a big a big film like that that you could watch at say seven o'clock. Twenty bucks for a movie at seven o'clock that's brand new that isn't just like like a re release or a reissue mm-hmm. or just kind of something that probably would have got dumped in January or February previously. Right. Like this is a legit like summer. Or holiday, but like on, on the level of a, a Harry Potter or like an Avengers I'd pay movie. Forty bucks if they would let me see Ghostbusters right now. I I really would. Um, but Sony is continuing to say that. You hear that, we Sony? Get, we don't I'd get pay it forty bucks. Year. Well, they don't. They don't have a streaming service they can they can dump that on. Like it, HBO had been doing this for a while. Then this happened, and eh, they're just yeah, like, yeah. And we want to get some subscriptions. I. Uh, I'm thinking this. So, I'm not opposed to this. I'm not opposed to them doing this. Now, I can understand the pushback you're probably getting from theaters because... Yes. I mean, you you literally lose all of your exclusivity. I mean, granted, it's just the Warner Brothers titles, but, I mean, Warner Brothers is, you know, home to the Harry Potter franchise. I've heard of them. Um, 
any of your, you know, your Batman, Superman, uh, your man, Wonder Woman, these. Aquaman, like any of these are, and these are large, like, I mean, Aquaman two years ago made a billion dollars. I mean, these are the movies that will pack them in there, get them buying like popcorn. Mm -hmm. But when this isn't only in theaters, I mean, I, I guarantee you that they're they're scared about it, especially, you know, going into it with reports that, you know, they have enough money to get into January. Yeah. Knowing that one of your biggest titles is going to be available on a home streaming service mm -hmm. has got to concern your traditional uh, box office. It does. And, and I, they have my deepest sympathy. I mean... That's a lot of people out of work. But However, for me, the movie fan, I do want it right now. Well, I mean, and like for me, the human with feelings, War Warner Brothers and Disney and Sony can only sit on these movies yeah, for so long, so long before they're just like, okay, this is significantly yeah. impacting our bottom line. Like, we remember have to, we made this movie. We have we just spent four hundred million dollars on this thing. We have to get some kind of return on it because I'm I'm sure like whenever you borrow that kind of money, like there's probably interest on top. Of, like I'm sure the months that they have been sitting on some of these movies, like. The money that they borrowed in order to make these films that they mm -hmm. were then going to make, you know, $800 million off of or $1.2 billion off is sitting there just increasing the the budget. And like I said, I don't know the exact numbers on that, but I can't imagine borrowing $300 million to make a movie and then having to sit on it while you're letting that loan gain interest. I mean, you're talking about probably like, you know, a million dollars, like a week, a month, like something stupid like that, that they're mm -hmm. just like. I'd really just, I want to sell some action figures, maybe a Happy Meal, um, and get people to see this movie that we made a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I am interested to see how this plays out. Uh, and at the moment, I'm all on board. So that's what I'm doing Christmas night. I'm watching Wonder Woman. I mean, I don't, I don't want to see theaters go away. But in, no, I don't either. In the climate that we exist in right now, I also don't know what the solution is, but on the flip side of that, I also want to watch some movie. Like there, there hasn't been a Marvel movie since Spider-Man Far From Home. I know, and this hurts you. Like that's 2018. Like there hasn't been a Marvel movie for that long. Like that's that's just ridiculous. Like Avengers Endgame, which feels like an eternity ago. Mm -hmm. Was the, the Marvel movie before that one. And we won't go into detail now, but just watching the trailer for Loki on Disney Plus, I, it was just all the feels. Yeah, man, Disney is doubling down on mm -hmm. some Marvel and Star Wars. That is for sure. Holy cow. So, um, The Empty Man and Let's, Let's play. play. Yeah, they're in theaters now. And so is Die Hard and what else? Die Hard, um... Let's see, uh, Crudes, I will probably, the whatever the, the Crudes 2, I can't think of the, the Crudes subtitle. Crudes 2, Electric Boogaloo? I, I'm sure it is. I believe all twos are electric have been Boogaloo. have been retroactively <laughs> turned to Back to the Future 2, Electric <laughs> Boogaloo. I wish that happened. That would be great. <laughs> uh, okay. What I think they should do, whoever's listening to this, who can do this. The next words out of your mouth better be remake it with the Muppets.
they should put all of the, I'm going to call that a Christmas movie in theaters now, like Die Hard, like Lethal Weapon. Like Batman Returns. Exactly. I mean, I... I'm going to be honest, like, I would absolutely watch Batman Returns again in theater. I would absolutely watch Lethal Weapon. Mm-hmm. I don't, I think some people need a justification to watch movies. Like, I, I'll be honest, like, in I years don't. past, um, while we are finishing, like, wrapping the kids' presents or whatever, I always put Die Hard on while I'm doing that. We watch it um, Christmas Eve. Whether or not um, it was, like... I'll watch Die Hard in the middle of summer. Like I'll watch it w- with a with a fox. I'll watch mm-hmm. it in a box. I will watch it here or there. I don't need a justification to watch a movie. Um, like I, I don't need it to be holiday appropriate. Um, I think maybe some people they're just like I need a reason to watch Die Hard. I'm <sighs> I'm gonna go ahead and like just hit you with some knowledge. You don't. You yeah. don't need a reason to watch Die Hard. You just need just to do it. watch Die Hard. That I mean. Could, you having some feels for Alan Rickman? Watch Die Hard. You you miss the the actor or um, person that Bruce Willis used to be? Watch Die Hard. You want to see some stuff blow up? Watch Man. Die Hard. You want to hear a get, great catchphrase? Watch Die Hard. In a way, Die Hard is the Christmas gift that keeps on giving. I mean, it, it really is. Like... I, I will tell you, I probably love that movie more than I love Christmas Vacation. Like, oh, I and definitely that, do. And that is that is a legitimately Christmas film. I know I've seen Christmas Vacation once, but had absolutely zero desire to revisit it. And the more and more I learn about Chevy Chase, the the more it makes me not want to revisit the Vacation movies. Like, apparently, he's, not Randy Quaid. The well, um, I think we all knew. <laughs> like, whenever they told me Randy. Quaid was a kook. I was just kind of like, mm. yeah. It's it's like when we all found out Tom Cruise was kind of crazy. We were all mm. like, you know, I I feel like I knew that for a while, but I love watching him run and do yeah. action movies. So I just kind of shrugged. And that's Tom Cruise, not Randy Quaid. And after I found out and knew conclusively that he was crazy, I still showed up day one to like whatever Mission Impossible you're talking mm-hmm. about. I was like, yeah, he is crazy. I don't want to meet him, but my goodness, look at that. Look at it. I know. Anyway, uh, those two movies that are forgettable, they're uh, in theaters now. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Craven. You've been listening to Parental Guidance Suggested. Download your favorites and keep up with new episodes in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center.